Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. It is time to talk wine on this latest edition of the People and Places Extra podcast. My name is Ken Watlington. So glad you're joining me today to learn more about Seven Pines Vineyard and Winery. It is a tiny winery in Pitt County, North Carolina, the only winery in Pitt County. In fact, there's only about a handful or so east of the state capital of Raleigh in the state of North Carolina. You could probably count them all on two hands. And there's a reason for that. We'll learn more about it as we talk with Philip Guy. He and his wife, Corinne, opened Seven Pines Vineyard and Winery back in 2015. But the roots of that operation go back about two decades when they simply started growing grapes to have grapes to eat. They weren't thinking about making wine. It eventually became a hobby and now a full-fledged business. Never thought I'd be sitting in the middle of a vineyard in Pitt County. Right. But here we are. Here we are. How did this happen? Well, it all started uh, probably over 20 years ago when here on our farm we were raising horses. And one September, my wife and I both talked about how much we wish we had grapes to eat as we grew up. Like a lot of people in the eastern part of the, the state of North Carolina, every September everyone loves to eat fresh muscadine grapes. And we didn't have any vines here. So the following um, May, we planted a couple of vines, and every year after that we would plant a few more muscadine vines, which is the North Carolina's native grape, and it's the official state fruit of North Carolina. So uh, we started making some homemade wine and learning more about it, and uh, I took some courses at a local community college down in Kenansville, learned more about it, I visited wineries, and um, just started doing that, and then uh, as retirement time approaching approaches, uh, my wife and I discussed the possibility of selling uh, fruit. So we started planting vines in 2008. And five years later, we finished planting over 1,200 vines covering six acres. And we have 10 varieties of muscadine grapes. And the intent was to sell the fruit to other you know, area wineries. And then we realized that there were no wineries at all in Pitt County or surrounding counties. Plenty of wonderful local breweries, distilleries, but no wineries. So we decided to go ahead and let it be something that we would do in retirement. We got our ABC permits for the state and the federal governments uh, in June of 2015. And we started making wine you know, the next season. And uh, we now offer many labels and uh, offering at uh, area retailers and other special events. I first heard about you out at the Pitt County Farmers Market. So right. you set up and the sign stands out, Pitt County's only winery. That's right. How fun is it to get out there to meet people during the Farmers Market and, and kind of let them know about what you're doing? It is great. We've made lots of friends uh, and we're able to spread the word about locally made wine. We sell the wine there. And um, it's, it's a great opportunity. I invite everyone to go out to the Leroy James Farmer's Market. It's on County Home Road. And we're there every Saturday morning from eight until one, uh, selling our wine. And uh, there's lots of other uh, vendors there that offering produce and handmade crafts and locally grown vegetables and things. So, yes. You talked about planting that first vine. That was 
back in 2002. It was May of 2002, right. So you're, you're coming up on almost 20 years. Exactly, right. So Does it blow your mind what's happened in these yes, past two decades? Yes, it is amazing. Um, it's, it's one of those things that seems almost out of control because it's just me and my wife that does this. So we handle every aspect of it from, you name it, from pruning the vines, which we'll start in a few weeks, right up to the care of the vines. And that's one of the things that distinguishes our vineyard from most other vineyards you may see. And that is that we are a no spray vineyard. We don't spray any weed killer, no pesticides, no fungicides. It's all as natural as we can make it. People come out here all the time during harvest season and enjoy grapes. They eat the grapes right off the vine. And so we, uh, we're very proud of that. It makes for really good tasting wine. We've got about a dozen different wines. Right. What are some of your most popular? Our most popular uh, in the Muscadine is uh, uh, a blush variety, which we call Blush Your Heart. We won a silver award at the State Fair two years ago. And we have uh, other uh, labels for sweet and dry. We actually have dry Muscadine wine that we do as a late harvest. So the flavor is so intense there's no real reason to add sugar or any sweetening. So we offer a number of labels. In addition, we also offer more traditional favorites. Some people just like uh, Cabernet Sauvignon or Chardonnay or Shiraz, Pinot Grigio, Moscato. We have lots of those. We also offer fruit flavored wines. Uh, big Cellar is a wine that's called Crisp and Cool. It is a Riesling wine flavored with green apple juice. And we have a Strawberry Merlot. And um, so we have something for everyone's taste from sweet to dry. How do those ideas come about as what to make? Well, in discussing uh, with people in the area what they would like to see, what they expect. And uh, as we do things like the Umbrella Market, the Farmer's Market, the Down East Holiday Show, things like that, we listen very carefully to what people say they, they want us to have. And so we, we do our best to meet those needs. You mentioned uh, not many wineries in Eastern North Carolina. There's a few, Duplin being the, the most right, well-known. Right, right. Uh, Hennett down in Wayne County, but there's only a handful. Why do you think that is? I don't know, it could be the climate. Our climate uh, in the Eastern part of the state being so uh, very hot and humid, it kind of limits the amount of the, the different varieties of grapes that can be grown. We grow muscadines very well here. Once you go more to the western part of the state, in the Piedmont and the mountains, they can grow uh, more of the vinifera style, the European and California style. The interesting thing about North Carolina, I have heard this, is that between the coastal areas all the way up into the high altitude uh, climates of the mountains, North Carolina is one of the, the one place or a few places on earth that can grow every species of wine grape. So North Carolina is taking its place in the world of wines. Yeah, you would normally think of wine, you think of Napa Valley, exactly. Italy, That's France, right. now North Carolina. Now North Carolina, and we're, we're taking a, a greater part of the, uh, of the market and the whole nation. You're taking a small bit of it, but that's yes, okay. That's okay. We're, we're small, but we, we make good wine. You retired from uh, your career how right. long ago? I uh, retired uh, five years ago. And what were you doing? I used to be in sales. I sold retail packaging. So. And you were telling me before we started this interview that <clears> some <throat> of the relationships you made by doing that right. have come back to kind of help you now Correct. And what you're doing here at the winery. Right. I, I used to sell supplies to area retailers. And so I had a good relationship with a number of people that were 
directly or indirectly working in the uh, wine retail business and so it just naturally carried into that so when you're reaching out to retailers to find a place to sell your your wine do some of them kind of get a little shocked to say wait you're from Pitt County. yes that, you're from just uh, outside yes. Greenville yes we have had that for a few and uh, but there are many of them that say well that's great it's about time we had a local winery and so they they're very very much interested in carrying our wine and they're surprised once they get it and they see the popularity because people love to support local uh, businesses, especially local vineyards and wineries. How rewarding is it for you to, to, to have something, you know, absolutely built from scratch? It is, it is very rewarding. Uh, I've always been the, the type that's very much working with my hands and so is my wife. And so we are, this is land that was in her family for a number of generations. And so it's, it's nice, we live adjacent to the vineyard. And so our, one of the things that we say sometimes is that it was just another day in paradise. We wake up, I can walk out my back door and I'm in the middle of a winery, a vineyard and winery. And uh, to be able to come out here and work every day with your hands and produce something that people love. So it's a great feeling. You hear the term homegrown success story a lot, but you're the epitome of that. Right. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's rewarding and it is very tiring because we do it all. So, yeah. What do you want to do next? Do you just want to keep as it's going? You know, the right. pandemic's been tough on a lot of people. Or do it you has. See maybe some, some growth in what you're doing. Yes, we, we are constantly listening. As I mentioned to you, we always listen to the public. And uh, we want to possibly, we're thinking about expanding a little bit adding some different uh, flavors and different ways of handling it and um, maybe doing uh, more events and uh, I'll make sure we can get it out there to other retailers. So it's, it's one of those things all the while we, my wife and I remind each other every now and then when we're tired, we are retired, aren't we? So, <laughs> so we try, it's a good balance. So. And for people who are interested, who are, who are watching and listening, <laughs> You're not just available here in Pitt County. There's places in Martin County and Onslow County where correct. people can find your That's goods. correct. In Greenville, we're at uh, several retailers. Uh, Firefly Wine, we're available at Jarvis Street Bottle Shop. We're available at Simply Divine Oil and Wine. We're at Mackey's Ferry Peanuts, Jamesville. And we're at Mike's Farm, Grape Nuts Wines in Wilson. And we're at the uh, Great Dolphin Gifts in Swansboro. <clears throat> The easiest way is to come on out to the farmer's market. Absolutely. Most every, every Saturday, we're at the farmer's market and come to see us at events. We just, like I said, just last weekend, we had the Down East Holiday Show, which is a great success. We're looking forward to the Farmville Dogwood Festival in April. We're at the Umbrella Market, which is every Wednesday during the summer. And uh, we also participate in the uh, Dickinson Avenue After Dark, which is in March and again in October. We just did that last month. A great uh, fundraiser for a worthy cause and uh, loads of fun. So it's something new and it's something different. We're working on good quality wines that can suit anyone's tastes. And we invite everyone to give our wine a try. And uh, come to see us at the farmer's market. Go to area retailers and look for us on Facebook as we do new events. So we have a lot to offer. I was going to mention Facebook's the place to go to, to learn yeah, more. It is. And we're at Seven Pines Vineyard on Facebook. Well, we are truly a family operation. We are, um, our wine bottles, our, our, our wines that we make, it's not just something that I do or my wife. We work together, we involve family uh, that taste it.
and we listen carefully to people of all ages because we know that uh, we have to satisfy a number of people. That's, this diversity is our strength. It's also in this business. So we listen very carefully. Our labels are designed by my daughter and her uh, husband. So between those, and they are, they are in their 40s, and so that puts us in touch with that generation of people. And there's a lot of wine lovers around here. So we listen very carefully to, uh, to people and what they like, dislike, whatever they, what they're looking forward to. So. And every aspect of this business, you're doing it. From, from growing the grapes every to, bit. to bottling the wine to yes, putting we the do. labels on the bottles. We do everything by hand. We hand harvest. We don't do machines. Our hand harvesting is important simply because uh, muscadine grapes don't ripen all at once. They grow in clusters, and out of a cluster of 15 grapes, you'll have one or two to ripen, and then uh, a week or so later, there's two or three more, and a week later, there's a couple of more. So we make several passes, and we only harvest by hand the ripest grapes. So that means the flavor is very intense, and uh, our sugar level is very low. Sugar is added, uh, sweetening is added to enhance the flavor of a muscadine wine. So our sugar level, our sweetness level is very low, uh, and people love that they can still taste the grapes. We offer, like I said, a dry wine, a dry muscadine, which is so flavor intense, there's no reason to add sweetening. So we, we, we cover it that way. Everything we do is by hand. We hand crush those grapes. We, we very carefully Fermentation is in small batches that gives us better control and uh, we filter it and bottle it by hand, cork it by hand, do it at labels by hand, one at a time, you know. So, um, so it makes for a really good, very classic wine. Sounds like your retirement's not that relaxing, but it's got to be rewarding. <laughs> well, I tell everyone that's the hardest work that I've ever done since uh, 50 whatever years ago. I used to work in tobacco, hand prime tobacco was the hardest work I've ever done. This is the second hardest work that I've ever done, coming out here. Uh, and like I said, in a few weeks, we'll start pruning these vines by hand, one at a time. And a lot of times I'm out here in the snow, pruning these vines one at a time. And throughout the summer, my wife takes care of uh, cutting the grass. Um, she just retired from East Carolina. She was a uh, professor of English. And um, so we've got the got it all covered but we're handling it as best we can so it's a working farm it's imperfect it may not be as, as beautiful and attractive as other vineyards and wineries but uh, we're very proud of the product looks great to me thank you <laughs> so yes there is wine being made in eastern north carolina earlier over the summer we talked about a lot of the local craft breweries popping up across the east in our brew to you tour but it's not just beer being made locally by people who've really dedicated their lives to it. It's also wine, as we learned out at the Seven Pines Vineyard and Winery. My thanks to Philip Guy for letting me come out and learn more. If you'd like to watch the video portion of this particular People in Places segment, you can go to WNCT.com. Click on the On Your Side tab. There you'll find the People in Places page. You can watch this feature and all of the People in Places segments I've done over the past few years. Thank you for joining me for this latest edition of the People in Places Extra podcast. I'm Ken Watlington.